Happy Thursday, everybody. Welcome back into another edition of Prom Sports World. And if you're anything like me here in Fort Wayne, Indiana, we're getting ready for some snow uh, basically all night, which will make my morning commute no fun at all. Uh, but on today's episode, we're going to put a nice little bow on the 2022-2023 NFL season. Talk a little bit about you know the best moments, most surprising teams, disappointing, all that good stuff. Uh, all that went down in the 2022-2023 NFL season. I'm, of course, your host, David On Point. Hoping right there is my co-host. Mr. T.J. Hopkins, uh, CEO of Prime Sports World, Mr. Israel Vera, should be joining us here momentarily. Uh, he's running a little bit behind. Uh, but, yeah, please like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. And also, if you do happen to miss us live, uh, we do have a plethora of streaming pl- options, uh, including um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and iHeartRadio. Um, but, yeah, continue checking us out over there. T.J., Izzy, what's up, my guys? How are you all doing? Uh, is it snowing? Or how is the weather there in, uh, you know, northern chicago-ish area what's snowing? yeah that's uh that's coming here i'm uh for sure not looking forward to it so but but let's get into the conversation uh let's talk about the 2023 nfl season obviously congratulations to the kansas city chiefs uh and patrick mahomes they won the super bowl and mvp respectively uh we already did a whole show on the award show um please go check that out as it is part of our platform as we basically do all a show every single day so keep checking us out uh let's talk about the best moment of the nfl season um tj if you were just to recap the season as a whole what would you say as a whole Typical NFL season? I don't know. I, mean, I don't. I, w- I wouldn't really say there were any surprises. Like during the season, all the all the fun stuff came before the season. I think there were for sure some serious surprises. I mean, there were some teams that were definitely better than people predicted, uh, especially people even on this platform uh, here at Prime Sports World. Uh, I think yeah, the 2023 NFL season was a very fun NFL season. Uh, it was kind of uh, kind of dampened a little bit by one of the worst moments ever in the history of professional sports, uh, which we'll get to that here later. Um, but yeah, when we talk about just and then the officiating at times was very frustrating this season. Uh, it seems very inconsistent from game to game, snap to snap, dive to dive, something the NFL for sure needs to clean up. Uh, but I think the best team this season emerged victorious, uh, and that's just my recap of the NFL season. But, yeah, there's been some officiating that they're going to have to clean up some stuff. I really think they have to try to make they – they should replay all of those roughing the passer calls. I, I'm tired of ticky-tack roughing the passer calls. Those should be looked at every single time. Um, I think the issue that we have with that is it's too open for interpretation. Yeah, that, that's exactly why they have somebody in New York or somebody else make a ruling like, hey, yeah, that was probably not a good call. Let's, let's reverse we, the flag. We saw that. Like, they tried it, and, again, they'd rather back their guys than – I'm just saying, people are going to continue to complain about the NFL has a way to fix it. They're just choosing not to. And I mean, if your referee, your referees' egos are that fragile, they could get in a different industry. It, well, it's not. It's not just the refs' ego. Again, it's the. How do I look? Calling out my like, it's I'm not going to call. I'm I'm going to stand by my guy. Right, wrong, I'm going to stand by him. I'm not saying that's right. 
but it's not just the refs. It's the, the, call, it's the, call, the, the call. In this day and age, every call should be correct. There shouldn't be this wiggle room in the middle where it's like maybe it was like somebody because when it's a bang bang play, you know, the heat of the moment, the referees throw the flag, but it should be somebody overseeing all of that. Um, but yeah, I mean, the NFL, the season was very entertaining. Uh, we had some surprise teams. We'll get to all that here in this show. Uh, let's talk about oh, best oh. moment of the season. What was the best moment for you this season, TJ? Best moment of. I don't really think I have one. I, I can't narrow it down to just one. I mean, give me a couple of that. I mean, come on. Uh, Justin Fields being the damp, uh, being the highlight of a terrible bear season. You got Jalen Hurts shutting everybody up because for the longest it was Jalen Hurts can't throw, he can't do this, he can't do that. Then they're like, all right, we're gonna go get AJ Brown and we're gonna show you that he can throw. Is my, my best individual moment this season was Justin Jefferson catching that ball on fourth and nineteen in that Minnesota Vikings Buffalo Bills game. Um, that ended up it wasn't the deciding wasn't the factor wasn't the deciding factor, but it was one of the coolest catches I've ever seen. I have no idea how he even caught it. Um, it was an incredible catch. It was one of the best moments of the season, and it won. I think it won best moment of the at the award show, right? It won best moment, I think. Uh, uh, the NFL Honors, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, so like that was an incredible catch, an incredible moment. Um, anybody? Have I think else? the best moment, the best moment of the season for me was Chandler Jones running that touchdown back that debacle <laughs> oh, yeah. between yeah. New England yeah. and and and, and Vegas. Vegas. I think that had to be the best moment. Oh, I can hear him, but he's low. Yeah, he's low. Uh, but yeah, I, yeah, I no, love no, that moment. Yeah, yeah. He gets to do it to his former team, to a team that traded him away when he was still in his prime. Like, Absolutely. Yeah, like Absolutely. totally. Sick. Even though even though Chandler Jones had pretty a pretty disappointing season as a whole, um, but yeah, uh, that moment for Chandler Jones had to feel real sweet, and it was one of the boneheaded plays you ever see in the history of the league. Yeah, that was stupid. It was a tie game, bro. It was like yeah, you, you're, you're, going to, you're going to overtime regardless. Just kneel, take a knee, end the play, move on with your move on with your season. Um, but yeah, I also I love the Justin Fields moment. Uh, I think that was an incredible, you know, just seeing him kind of rise to prominence a little bit, play well. And same thing with Jalen Hurts. Uh, TJ, I agree with you on that. Jalen Hurts, hey, 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 I just want to just say this. I was calling that this Jalen Hurts season from the get-go. And this ain't no jab at TJ because TJ's right. TJ's like, well, sh- you got to show me. All this talk in the preseason, you got to show me. And he, been, he said it about Darren Waller, do it again. You know, that, that his mantra is that. Well, I mean, Jalen Hurts showed us. You know, so I guess he's got to do it again. But I mean, that was an incredible. This was an incredible. I season mean, I mean, he kind of. I mean, he did. He had a good season the first. I mean, his I, first I three he, years, he's just gotten better and better every single season. So, uh, one of the other great efforts is that George Pickens catch. I don't know if you guys remember that during the season. Oh um, my gosh! George, yes, George Pickens had that crazy catch on the sidelines. It was, it was one of the one of the true gems. I'll, I'll give a moment too. I'll give an, another good moment. I'll stay with my with you know my um, favorite team, the Packers. Um, you know I, my rookie. Um, you know scoring all those yeah. touchdowns uh, against Dallas. What was it four, uh, was it four touchdowns against Dallas um, in the in that comeback win in, in the Frozen Central, which I could have went to. I could have went to that game, but I decided I I uh, was gonna stay home and I 
really am kicking myself right now about that. But uh, yeah, gotta give it, gotta give it to my guy there. We we did have a. Uh, I think Chrissy was at that game, so shout out to her. Uh, I don't know if she watches the show or not, but she uh, she was at that game. Um, but yeah, on on the other flip side of this, and for every best moment, there's always those worst moments. And I think the conversation begins and ends when it comes to the, the worst moments is the Demar Hamlin uh, on the field scare. Um, that was by far the worst moment I've ever seen in an NFL game. Yeah, we absolutely. It was that then we we saw what happened to Tua in Cincinnati was worse, and then yeah, yeah. then that That's happened. One. And like that was one of those moments where the NFLs. Like the or, or like the world kind of stood still, and like time moved very slowly, and like it was just this process of like, what's the team's gonna do? Are they continue this game? Are they gonna pick it up later? It was just a slow, drawn out process. It was by far the worst moment, maybe in NFL history. Hey, that and you saw, not just that worst moment, but like you saw the worst in people. Like they didn't, like. That dude was fighting for his life, and all you heard on social media and stuff was, but what about fantasy? What about this? Like, what about my parlay? Dude, excuse my language real quick, but fuck your parlay. Fuck your fantasy. A guy's fighting for his life, and you worried about your fantasy league or your parlay? Like, seriously? Like, that's what's on your mind at that moment? Come on, man. Like, be like, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty, pretty jacked up. But I you agree. also saw um, out of that terrible moment, you also saw the NFL community really kind of come together and rally around him. Like, you know, we saw a lot of teams, you know, supporting him. I think you saw like the collective good that the NFL can do when they're all united around one cause. Absolutely. I got to give a shout out to the EMT crew that rushed on the field and did their thing to resuscitate him back to life while he was on the field because it could have been – without those guys, his recovery, it would have been a bad – worse situation would have meant almost death, right? So um, – if, if those guys – if those EMTs hadn't done their job properly – I think he is dead. I think he is dead. Yeah, yeah. There's, so there's no, I got to no, give a no shout problem, out to those guys. There's no probably when it comes to that conversation. Yeah, and, 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 and not all – and not and, and, and that cliche saying not all heroes – Wear capes, and, and that's damn right. That's damn right because there's heroes and and uh, and a lot of us. And, and and on that that day, those guys were were the biggest people, you know, on the field. Those EMTs that helped him uh, come back to life. Uh, if I was gonna choose a moment out of that um, in sticking to football, it had to be the Indianapolis Colts giving up that 35 point lead to the Minnesota Vikings. Um, that has to be one of the worst moments of the season for a football team, in my opinion. I mean, Jeff Saturday, what's his, what is it, his second or third game? Um, he, you know, he has a big lead and he just gives it up. I mean, I'm, I made, I made a good significant chunk amount of money off, off of a little $10 bet. It netted me $350 because there was a plus 35, it was a plus like 3,500 or something like that. So, um, so yeah, the, the Minnesota Vikings coming back, but the Indianapolis Colts losing was probably one of the worst moments of this season. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I also think another another terrible moment was the field conditions during the Super Bowl. Um, you know, we saw a lot of players slip and fall during the Super Bowl. You never want to see. Now it's come out that the field was overwatered, which how do you let that happen? Like, seriously? Well, I mean, because they have to roll that stadium out. So if it rains – 
it could potentially get wetter than people anticipate, and then they roll it back in and water it. So you know, that's the. But it was it's Arizona. I don't think they have to worry about too much rain. Like I'm I'm being. I'm, I mean, I, mean I, I don't I don't I'm not a groundskeeper. I, I don't I don't actually know. So. <laughs> like in places where it gets a lot of rain, I understand that, and that wasn't turf. That was that was a grass field. They play on grass in Arizona. Yeah, I, so I, I don't know, but I, I just if they pick up some rain, I, I don't I can't answer that question. Um, but yeah, the, the the poor turf in the in the at the Super Bowl, you never want to see the game like the the pinnacle of the sport. You know, this game decides all of it with players slipping all over the field. You just hate to see it. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Um, anybody else that got another any uh, uh, any worst moments as well uh, before we move on to surprising players and um, no I, mean, I think I'll, I think we said everything that kind of needs to be said about that I, I think another worst moment is all of the Justin Fields haters you should enjoy this like the guy is get the guy is getting played with no offensive line no weapons and he's still getting bashed by the Chicago media and the Chicago fans. Um, he, so. I don't even think it's. I don't even think it's the. It's. It's not even the Chicago media. It's like it's everybody else. The guy says we hope he hopes the new stadium is a dome, and that gets turned into he doesn't want to play in Chicago. He doesn't like the cold. <laughs> it's like, like literally everybody's talking about the new stadium is going to be a dome. Like, not, not to mention that new stadium is probably like five years out. <laughs> Maybe even less than that. Like, I don't like the, the land's already the land's already bought. They just need to, like, do whatever they need to do to get it. And I, I don't understand, like, how I, I, I hate how football, like, they call football the ultimate team sport. But the quarterback gets all the, the, the blame and the praise, like. People like he has a losing. He lost ten straight games. Did he lose ten straight games, or did the Bears lose ten straight games? The Bears did. Uh, let's move on from there. Let's talk about most surprising players. Uh, most surprising player for you guys this season. Most surprising, um, probably Geno Smith for me. Yeah, for me, for me too. Uh, he's he's definitely. Uh, the most surprising player for me. Uh, the guy goes from being just an afterthought in there in Seattle, the winning most improved player, uh, had the highest completion percentage this past season. Yeah, and I think on the on the flip side of that, like Russell Wilson's probably. Yeah, well, 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 <laughs> <laughs> you jumping the gun there, jumping the gun. Yeah, well, we'll outside of Jalen Hurts, outside of Jalen Hurts, yeah, I think Geno Smith does have to be one of the most surprising players. But I'll add another guy. Into that, and that's Trevor Lawrence going from the the rookie season that he had, which was, that's I mean, man, where guess, he had guess, weeks guess, without guess, a touchdown pass. I guess he's definitely surprised by he Trevor on. Lawrence. I guess I'm less surprised by Trevor Lawrence than I was with Geno Smith, given the talent that Trevor Lawrence displayed right. uh, in college. Right. So I always kind of figured that he would take a step forward in year two with a better coach. Right. No, 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 that's that's fair. That's fair. I just from from the rookie year that he had, I mean I was no, no, I was kinda no, starting to look right. like it was he a bust, you know? It, like it, it, you Izzy's know. right. Izzy's right. Izzy's right. Like you you drafted him first overall. Like first overall picks aren't supposed to go a month. A whole calendar. But I throw the touchdown. 
without throwing a touchdown pass. Like that's that doesn't happen. And hey, Izzy, I'm glad you brought that up because you know what? That that whole month for him doing that, I never heard hey the Jags should move off of Trevor Lawrence. I'm just saying. I'm just throwing that out. <laughs> just throwing that out there. Just throwing right. that out there. <laughs> uh, also, also, let's do another surprising player, Brock freaking Purdy. Come on. Yeah. yeah Mr. Yeah. Relevant. Come on, man. Takes him to the takes him to the a- NFC championship game. I mean, nobody saw yeah. that coming. Uh, nobody saw that coming. The, uh, two two running backs that had really good season. Josh Jacobs, running back for the Oakland Raiders. Oh uh, yeah. Las Vegas what is this graphic? Uh Las Vegas Raiders uh, ran for a, a billion yards, man. Like he really teared it up. Fourteen hundred yards. He was really incredible this season. Uh they tagged him for a reason. Uh Jamal Williams, another running back, he ends up breaking Barry Sanders record. Um you know, he was good in Green Bay, but Jamal Williams has really elevated his game since he's gotten to Detroit. Well, when you get the bulk, when you get the bulk of the carries, you know, and you don't have to split time in the backfield with somebody, then yeah, you you're gonna show out. So I'm glad for him. I mean, but yeah, I mean, he has still DeAndre Swift there for a lot of games. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, for sure, for uh, sure. Flip flipping to the defensive side of the ball, uh, that's safety from San Francisco, uh, Hufanga. Oh, uh, Hufanga. Uh, yeah, man. I tell you, man, that guy really took a major step in year one. To, I'm going to actually have to give mine to TJ Edwards, the linebacker out of out of Philly. I think he really surprised, uh, really, you know, um, turned some heads this year. Uh, I mean, that was supposed to be the reason why Nicobe Dean, I always said, the reason why Nicobe Dean wasn't really playing for Philly was because how good TJ Edwards was. He, he definitely earned himself a, a, a good contract uh, this offseason. So, so Yafunga, his rookie season, had 32 tackles, right? His season, this past season, 66 tackles with four picks, including one pick, six, and a forced fumble. Like, that is a, that is a, an improvement for sure, man. Like, yeah. yeah he doubled so, up. So, good for, him, good for him. Good for him. Excellent play. Um, uh, another surprising player. Uh, let's talk about Jared Goff a little bit. Yeah, like a kind of a toss away from, from Los from the Los Angeles Rams, it goes to uh, Detroit this season to keep makes them relevant as the quarterback position. Yeah, um, yeah, uh, it's like it's the whole castaway logic with him, right? We we break the trade down to him going to Detroit, Stafford going to the Rams, and it's just like, oh, he's going to Detroit to die because they are just. Yeah, they are just. <laughs> and, and now, and now, their their future is brighter than the Rams's. Yeah, they went from all right. Well, the Lions are going to be taking one of these quarterbacks in the draft, and it's just like, no, 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 they're not, not anymore. Like uh, another <laughs> huge surprise was Evan Ingram. Like he, another guy who was like dropped big time passes and big time moments goes to. Goes to you know goes to the Jaguars. Sixty nine catches this past season, four touchdowns, seven hundred thirty nine yards. So I can uh, I, what's his name? Oh, I, I just had it. Um, well, obviously before the concussions and stuff, you know, Tua was Tua, Tua was. Yeah. Uh, he, I think he was like on his way to getting MVP. I don't know, right? But you know, stuff happens, and unfortunately, he for sure had an opportunity. He, he for sure had an opportunity to get MVP this season. Yeah, it's like unfortunately for him, stuff happened. Um, this is still most surprising, most surprising player. Uh, I just oh, oh uh, what's his name from? Um, it'll come to me. It'll come to me. It'll come to me. Uh, uh, Isaiah Pacheco. There we go. 
Like, oh yeah, that's a good one. Six round, six round pick. Nobody thought he contributed right a whole lot. I like that. Uh, let's switch. Let's switch gears from surprising. Let's talk about the most disappointing players. Uh, and I, I just have to because I complained about this particular player basically all season long, especially in the world of fantasy. Is he um, <laughs> Russell Wilson basically buried one of my team for real? Um, and he, not only did he bury my fantasy team, he buried his real team. Is um, the Denver Broncos like they lose Week One? Uh, after you know the, the just back four o'clock management with like, the Daniel Hackett and the head coaching situation, Russell Wilson wasn't ex- was any. A, you'll have to look over in Seattle. Let's right? ride. Yeah, let's Bronco ride. Country, let's ride, baby. Bronco yeah. Country, let's ride. <laughs> so I gotta, I gotta go. Russell Wilson is the most disappointing player for me personally. Um, you guys have? Any I got a couple of them. It's a few. Go ahead, Evie. Go ahead. I got a couple. Of, I, I'll, I'll go one offense and defense. I thought you were going to go with this guy on offense, David. It's probably your second guy that you'll go with as most disappointing. Alvin Kamara yeah, was oh, disappointing man. this season. He uh, And we can also throw his teammate in there, um, uh, Michael Michael Thomas, yeah, Michael Thomas. But he, I know he was hurt, but still. Yeah, got injured. Yeah, yeah, but I'll stick with Alvin Kamara, man. I mean, there was a stretch there where the NFC South was up for grabs, and he was just non-existent for like four weeks straight down the stretch. Am I right or am I wrong? Oh, right. So, Alvin Kamara is definitely, I mean, for him to be the catalyst, and then also coupled with the the off the off the field altercation stuff, yeah, yeah, it just it just culminated into a pretty underwhelming season for Alvin Kamara. And then the second one for me on the defensive side of the ball has to be Chandler Jones. He was, you know, non-existent there in Vegas um, when he was supposed to give Max Crosby, um, you know, some you know another guy on the other some help. Yeah, and he gave them nothing. Besides the only play that I talked about earlier. Where he, you know, won them the game against New England, he yeah. did nothing for that whole season. So, yeah, Chandler Jones for sure. Uh, uh, Matt Jones had, a, like, I guess like, it's not it's not all his fault, but nonetheless, he, Matt Jones, mm-hmm. um, yeah, Alvin Kamara, Chandler Jones. Uh, it was Matt Ryan. <laughs> Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan, the entire Carson Wentz. <laughs> Carson, yeah. Car- I mean, I don't, I'm not really sure what people expected out of Carson Wentz at this point, but whatever they expected, they sure, sure got less than what they expected. I, I don't, I don't know. Like, I the whole, I, I, I feel like he's just like that. Like the stigma is out against him. Like there's just this narrative that Carson Wentz is just whatever it is. It's just whatever the narrative is. Uh, out on him like that's what it is i don't think he can change it i still think the i still think the colts skate uh scapegoat to him i still think the eagles scapegoat to him they like they they were expecting him to win and up in philly throwing to greg ward jr i do not think (laughs) he hasn't really been the same player since the acl tear i I think that's it just buried his future is like his i take i i I take it an injury first i think he hasn't been the same player since he took that shot to the back of the head yeah so remember that like but 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 for sure he hasn't been for sure hasn't been the same player since the acl tear uh let's talk about we're getting away from individual players and individual moments let's talk about entire (laughs) teams most surprising team 
uh, for you guys. I will go first. I'll take the New York football Giants. Uh, I never expected them to not only win a playoff game, but make the playoffs this past season. Um, the fact that, you know, Dan Dimes, Daniel Jones um, played one serviceable season. Now he's going to be making $40 million a year. That's another conversation for another time. But, um, you know, Saquon Barkley came back and proved why he's a top five running back in the NFL. And this defense big time and they, the change of head coach from one season to the next brian dayball had these guys playing hard for him chris was on this show he'd be talking about this the giants were probably the biggest surprise of this entire football season yeah um throw detroit in there too um throw seattle in there um, mm-hmm. definitely seattle uh, again i never forget like everybody's thinking like Drew Locke's going to be the starter because Gino hasn't shown anything worth being a starter. He's been a backup ever since he got cast out of New York, right? And Pete Carroll's talking, like they, they're asking Pete Carroll about questions about Drew Locke and Pete Carroll with a straight face. It's like, well, we still got Gino. Gino's still here. And I'm not going to, just because we traded for Drew Locke, that doesn't mean Drew Locke's automatically going to be the guy we're going to, that's what training camp's for. We're gonna have these two guys go at it. They're both gonna get. We're, we're both gonna um, give them reps with the ones, and whoever's the best man is the best man. And Geno Smith was the best man. And you gotta remember when we, when we did the season preview prediction for the Seattle Seahawks, I had them winning like one game. <laughs> like one 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 game. We we all we all had them. I, I don't think I had them winning only one game. I think it was like three or four. But yeah, I think I had, we like all had them missing four. the playoffs. One, one one game. Nobody yeah. gave them a chance, man. Though you know the way they drafted last year to Geno's confidence, stepping into a more of a leadership role. Um, you know, no. Kenneth Walker, you know, kind of evolving into the running back he 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 has. Um, I, you know, I, I think Pete Carroll did a really wonderful job this year at bringing the whole, I mean, all of I mean, the they, they drafted two two tackles that were basically one of the best tackles at their position this past season. Yeah. Um, yeah. They the Charles Cross, and I can't remember who the other guy playing the right tackle is, but like they did a great job drafting, and it's rare for Seattle to be a team that drafts well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, if I had to go, if I had to go with two teams on each end, I think Seattle has to be on the NFC side, Seattle. And, and definitely I have to say, I have to give it to Detroit too. I mean, everybody thought like, oh, you know, Hey, Detroit is, um, you know, Detroit's still not, I mean, this team doesn't know how to win, you know, Jared Goff, you know, isn't, hasn't, you know, didn't, was kind of okay last year, but he really elevated his game. This year, you saw they they knew they found out how to win games, close games. They were right there, and Seattle knocked them out. So I, I look for big things from Detroit next year. Um, and then on the AFC side, I got to go with the Jacksonville Jaguars making the playoffs. Uh, you know, the team that you know Tennessee they kind of took advantage of Tennessee having some walls this year, uh, defensively and offensively. Uh, definitely at the quarterback position, and also uh, shout out to Jacksonville being uh, one of my surprising teams this year. Moving on from most surprising team, let's talk about the other end of the spectrum, the most disappointing teams in the NFL. Um, I will go first, and I will take the uh, – there's so many teams actually to pick from. Uh, I will go uh, New Orleans Saints, actually. Uh, I had the New Orleans Saints winning the NFC South. 
Um, and they basically never were even like they were the NFC South because nobody wanted to win the NFC South. It was wide open for the Saints to take that step. Their offense never clicked. Their offense never really got it going. Uh, their defense was always really good, even this season. But the Orleans Saints are pretty disappointing for me. I thought they'd be better than this um, with mm-hmm. James Winston there at quarterback. And they never really gave him a second shot after he got hurt. Um, I don't really understand that situation because Andy Dalton was sure not getting it done and he weren't winning games. Like, why not go back to James Winston? I don't get it. They're super disappointing. Um, you know, if I had to go with the most disappointing team, uh, I mean, I you know, sometimes you'll, you'll go with a, guy, a team that didn't make the playoffs that, you know, could have made the playoffs, like, you know, maybe Arizona or something like that. Uh, oh, you know, Las Vegas, they, they didn't really click, you know, getting Devontae Adams and stuff like that. But I have to go. My most disappointing team on both sides is the Buffalo Bills. I mean, this team I thought was going to be a Super Bowl content. They were a super. They're a Super Bowl contending team, but they just didn't contend for the Super Bowl this year. I thought they'd make the Super Bowl. I thought they'd win the Super Bowl. I thought they'd have the best. And that. Oh, we just lost. <laughs> right, talking, talking smack about the Buffalo Bills. Get your mic cut. <laughs> um, uh, I mean, I. I, 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 I I get where he's. I get what he's saying. Uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't. I don't even disagree. We talked about this uh, when we did and the Al, season preview. And Alvin, like we don't let a lot of we don't let anybody on because we've gotten burned from that too many times in the past. And yeah, yeah. and we're all, we're also trying to run the show kind of quick here, um, so we're trying to you know burn through it. Uh, you know, if you if you message me on Facebook directly, uh, we can get you on a show later uh, at the very start. Right. Um, Appreciate you checking us out. But. Uh, most disappointing, most disappointing team, like you said, David, pick one. Like, pick, like, pick, pick uh, go, one. Go, go to the AFC West. I mean, if you want to talk about the Raiders, you want to talk about the Denver Broncos. Broncos. If you swing, no, you got, swing, right, it, right. swing it to the NFC West, you want to talk about the Los Angeles Rams, the, Arizona the Raiders, Cardinals. Right, like, the, the Raiders, the Broncos, the Rams, the Cardinals, the entire NFC South. Oh, like, <laughs> like the entire NFC South. The Indianapolis the, Colts. The I mean, Colts. The Green Bay, you go with the Green Bay Packers. No, the no, Green I, Bay. I, 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 no, I thought Green Bay was going to suck. So, <laughs> <laughs> y'all got jokes. Continue. No, I, he got Carry jokes. on. I, he got jokes. I ain't say nothing, but I, I'm I'm in agreement with you. Is it? Yeah, the Green Bay Packers foot flight for sure. We're disappointed because it's again. You got this Hall of Famer, you got this Hall of Fame quarterback, and he's the one that's making the stuff hard. Like he's the headache. He's the the constant. Like it's like, bro, can you just can you just shut up and play ball? Like can't can, really like can like don't go on Pat McAfee's podcast. Like don't 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 do none of that, bro. Just show up, play ball, win games, go home. Hey, I'm I'm giving you 60 M's to come on, bro. But Green Bay, the organization, did it to themselves. Um, on a personal note, Chicago, bro. Like I did not expect them to. I expected them to be bad. I didn't expect them to be like first overall pick bad. If that makes me, sense. Yeah, me either. I, I I didn't think they'd ever be the, like that bad. Like um, I yeah. like did I expect us to be picking like top ten ish? Five. Five. I thought we were picking top five. Uh, five to ten ish. Yeah, did I expect us to get number one? No, absolutely not. <laughs> but like that's just 
No, seriously, I, like, I, I, like, I, like, are we gonna be bad? But I don't think we're gonna be, you know, oh, what, three and three and fourteen? I ain't think we're gonna be that bad. And so, Fred, Fred Van Fleet just got fined thirty thousand dollars. If you don't know why, look it up. I, I, I know, I know why. It's pretty <laughs> hilarious. It is hilarious. Uh-huh. Uh, moving on let's from the most disappointing teams, let's look to the future just a tad here. Uh, team with the brightest future. We've touched on this Detroit. No, we, <sighs> we, touched, we touched on this Detroit. Like they got, they got the front seven of the future. They got the offensive line for the future. I mean, as as of right now, I don't know how. I don't even know who the oldest person on that offensive line is. Probably Frank uh, Ragnar. Uh, probably I mean, I mean, probably uh, Taylor Decker has been there forever too. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> Like you got those two, guards, those two guards are getting older. I don't, I don't remember you their got, names right now, but you got Penesul for the next decade. You got Frank Ragnar for at least the next five to five to a decade. He's under contract for the next three seasons for sure. Uh, Taylor Decker, I don't know what his contract situation is. Now you got the um, I don't know how much longer you're gonna have Ben Johnson. You got two OC. young wide receivers. You got I mean, two ben, young. Ben, ben Johnson's gonna be a head coach next season. I think. I hate uh, the fact that they got rid of T.J. Hawkinson though. That yeah, kind of, that I, kind I, of I mean, But if you're not, if you're not going to commit money to him, I, I understand it. Um, That's true. Um, but I, I, I don't necessarily disagree with the Detroit Lions, but I'll go Philadelphia Eagles. Um, mm. They got a plethora of draft capital, and they have. I know the cap situation is not ideal, um, but they, they should have a good ability as long as Jalen Hurts continues to grow and progress uh, with mm-hmm. those weapons, Devontae Smith and you know uh, Dallas Goddard and AJ Brown. Um, that should be a team that continues to get better and better. Every I season. think the issue that they, I think the issue that they're going to have is they are, they're like that roster is going to get expensive kind of fast. Yeah, and you're going to have to, and this like this is like we ran into the same thing like the, the same talking point with Kansas City. It's like what are you going to do when you're going to have to pay like your heavy hitters? And we already saw them, you know, get rid of one. Like Tyreek Hill is not there anymore. Tyreek Hill got his money from from Miami, but if I'm if I'm the Eagles, I understand like I'll cross that bridge when I get to it, but that bridge is being built kind of fast, and you're lucky right now because you're not. I mean, so we're talking we're talking about one season before Jalen Hurts is, is going to need to right. some sort of extension, um, maybe two, two, two. Maybe, like, maybe two if you tag them right because yeah, it's. Yeah. Well, like I, I, would, I, I, I wouldn't play around. I would, I would, I would for sure see if we can extend him right away. Uh, I also like the Cincinnati Bengals' future, Jacksonville Jaguars, Chargers. Yeah, no, definitely. I was just about to mention the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, you know, teams that made the playoffs. You got the Jags, the San Francisco 49ers, Whether they go with Trey Lance or Brock Purdy, um, I love the San Francisco 49ers. They have hey, a hey, hold on. I'm, defense. I'm, I'm finna nip that in the bud right now. You are not starting Brock Purdy over Trey Lance with all the draft capital that you gave up <laughs> to get Trey Lance. No, like you, you are going to, you, you are going to, um, you, you're going to try that thing till you know for a fact that it doesn't work. Right? It's, like Trey Lance has gotten two outliers. He, like he's gotten hurt, and like he's got, he got hurt this year. That's the outlier. They, 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 they could potentially use Brock Purdy as a trade chip. Um, but I'm but I'm gonna go. I'm, but I'm actually I'm at, I actually want to touch on a team that I think is gonna have a bright future if they hit on draft picks and free agency, and that is your Chicago Bears. Your Chicago Bears have a really bright future because I love what I saw out of just I love what I saw out of Justin Fields. 
I, you know, you, you got a Khalil Herbert. I don't know if you guys bring back David Montgomery. You have a solid number two. You draft, you trade it for Jace Claypool. You have a solid tight end. All you got to do is hit on, you got a couple decent pieces on the defensive side as well. You know, not collectively, offensively, off, offensive line, you got to get better. But I mean, you have the most cap room. You have the most money to spend. If you hit on free agency, you hit on, on your draft picks. I think you guys can do a 180 turn. So I, I, I always Thanks talk about you. this when the next time we do a mock draft. Um, so the Bears, I, what I think they're going to end up doing is they're going to trade back with Houston and give up, get a first and a second this season. And then they're going to trade back again with Indianapolis and get a second, their first, a second, and then a second next year. And they're going to come out of this with a first round pick and then three three second round picks that they're going to have in the next couple seasons. Like if they if they work there if they work it way the way they should, like trade back twice. And acquire an insane amount of draft capital. Well, I think um, that I, I I think that it all comes down to who has, like who 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 wants that number one overall pick. Like obviously, like Houston's in play because they ha- they have two firsts this year. Uh, like they, they so like I don't but know. I, don't, I I don't I don't think it would require Houston to give up both. Like, I think they'd be able to get up, give up two, and I think they, if they give up a second-round pick next year, I think they'll be okay. Um, but, yeah, I think the Chicago Bears for sure have a really bright future. How about the, on the other side of this coin, bleakest future? Because of his because of his uh, his health situation, it's definitely Miami. It's Miami. It's Baltimore because of their quarterback situation. I, I agree with you 100% on Baltimore, especially you can, if, uh, if, you if, can if, also, if Lamar Jackson leaves. I think that would be the – they would have the worst – They their roster is not built for anyone else. Now, you can also throw Baltimore into, like, most disappointing team because they were winning – they were leading their division. They had a two-game lead. Yeah, and, he and they let it fall apart. And it was an ugly fall apart. It wasn't even like a – it wasn't even like a slow decline. It was like, boom, straight down. Like, it's just giant drop all the way to the top, boom, down in two seconds. And then on the others, uh, also with bleak futures, you got to throw the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Sure, you won a mm-hmm. Super Bowl, um, but what's the plan now? I like you're over the cap space. You're probably going to have to trade some. You're probably have to trade some of your players away. You don't have really have draft capital to get a quarterback. I'm not sure what the future plans are there on Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, I uh, I agree with you guys. If Lamar's gone out of out of Baltimore, if, if he signs with another team, when they get two first round picks for him. Whatever the case is, that like TJ said, that team is not built to 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 uh, like that team's built solely around Lamar Jackson. You can put as many quarterbacks as Tyler Huntley's of the world, the Josh Johnsons of the world around him, the the, 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 the um, McSorley trades, Trace McSorley's of the world. Uh, you know, put him as the backup, and that system does not work quite as effective as it does with Lamar Jackson. He he leaves Baltimore is 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 it's tough. It's really tough, but defensively, I mean, it, you know, they they still have some pieces there. Um, if I had to go with a team with the with the bleakest future, though, uh, man, it's got to be the Indianapolis Colts. I mean, I know that they're they're going to get a another franchise. Uh, they, they better go draft a quarterback in the first round because if they do another makeshift <laughs> makeshift quarterback situation here for the fourth time in a row, um, you know that they, they, you know it's going to be ugly. But I, I have to go with the, the Indianapolis Colts. They have a, a bleak future here. Um, you know, hopefully they hit on their their they they don't reach for like Anthony Richardson. They go get their guy who should be like Will Levis or somebody else, CJ Stroud, whatever the case. A- is, but... a- Anthony Richardson will be a Colt. Call it now. 
You calling it? He's gonna go over Will Levis? Yeah. Yes, I, 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 I think Anthony, a, Anthony Richard will be the second quarterback taken. There's a there's a there's a sucker born every minute, um, every second rather. No, <laughs> uh, yeah, you know I, I, I you know I would love to chase. You know what? The next mock draft, I love to break down why teams. I know his draft combine is crazy, but if you got to look at the games, some of the games that he played last year, like against Tennessee, he had a hell of a game. His last six games, he had like 15 touchdowns to like three interceptions. His last six games, he was really good. Or no, it was like it was like twelve and twelve touchdowns. Like Team, three teams have fallen in love with the combine numbers and the stats. And the oh yeah, absolutely. absolutely. He, he, he's he will be the second quarter. He will be taking over CJ Stroud, who had a better. He should the, not be. He should not be taking over CJ Stroud. Bryce Young should not be taking over CJ Stroud. That's that's uh, how I feel. My the last team I got for bleakest future's got to be the Los Angeles Rams. Um, oh, you know, Stafford uh, is Stafford's getting old there. That defense is getting old. Their offensive line is getting old, and they traded away all their draft capital too to try to. What about Arizona, guys? What about Arizona? Like Kyler Murray? I mean, like I mean, they got Kyler Murray. I mean, they're good. They have their. I, I what about it though? I mean, how is he going to be after that ACL injury? You know what I mean? Like you have to change, young man. You got to change. No. You got to. You got to look at tape. You got to. I, I mean, he might be out the league in two years. TJ, he might not. I mean, he might not be out after, after his contract. They may trade that contract towards the end of the contract. He may be out the league in after that contract. It's not a good look. Um, yeah. yeah. Like, like when, when when they got to put a clause in your contract to watch film. That's not a good look. And then the only reason they took it out was because the public outcry. Hell no. Nah. I want I I'd have left it in there. I'm finna give you all this money and <laughs> I gotta I gotta put it in your claws. In order for you to get paid, you gotta watch an X amount X amount of hours of film. That's a bad look on Kyler Murray, not the organization. But staying with the bleakest future, Washington. Out, out, like just because of the non-football mm-hmm. side of well, the football side is bad anyway because like, you don't even know who the hell your quarterback is either. Sam Howell, mm-hmm. it's Sam Howell and, they trust. But on the on 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 the flip side of things, you have an owner who is instead of being accountable and you know, yeah, I messed up. I'm 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 a bad person. He's a he is you'll get this reference. He going for Nino Brown. <laughs> he he going he going for Nino Brown. He hey, yeah. if I'm going down, we all going down. Right, that's what I'm saying. He ready to blow the whole thing up. He's for, he's for real. The probably the worst owner in sports. It's for real. Like there's no, I don't think there's a, much debate when it comes to that stuff. He um, is yeah. bad. Yeah. yeah. But that's been our 2022-23 NFL season recap. Uh, the next episode you'll see from Prime Sports World will be on Sunday, uh, where we do the crossover episode, uh, give you the latest goings-on in the National Basketball Association. Uh, I may have spoke to two, though. Izzy, are you running a uh, college football show? College basketball next? tomorrow, yes. Definitely championship weekend. Uh, uh, got a nice little show going. We'll talk about some some bracketology, um, you know, look at some of, like, uh, some of the pundits, uh, you know, brackets. Um, and, hey, you know, talk play. about the championship games. Izzy, 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 does North Carolina make the tournament, yes or no? Ooh, borderline. Yes, they do make the tournament, though. I say no. I think I think I think they I think they I think I think they have a couple good wins. I know they just lost. They just lost to uh, Virginia. They got that. They, they, if they would have won that game, they for sure would have been in the tournament. But we'll see, man. You know, we'll see. We'll see. 
But uh, we will see you guys back here um, Friday, Sunday. Keep an eye out for that content. Please like, share, and subscribe. Uh, if you do happen to miss us live, we do have the streaming platforms. I've shared the link to all of that stuff. Um, I'm David Huppin right there. Is Israel Rivera, my co-host, Mr. TJ Hopkins. And gentlemen, what do we do here at the Prime, my friends? Bring the heat, ladies and gentlemen. Bring in the heat. Let's I'm go. Really gonna need, I'm really going to need the heat to come because this winter. I ain't messing with this weather, son. <laughs> Like when I ain't messing with it go, Can you just let us go? Like, like it's over. No, dude. Just when you think, you're, just when you think you're out, they pull you back in. <laughs> and, and on, Peace on out, ladies note, and gentlemen. And on that note, stay safe out of their weather. Uh, Y'all have a good night. Peace out, guys. <laughs>